Hello, my friends. Um, this piece is called Mac and Cheese and the Morality of Food. Mac and cheese from a box was something I used to deem off-limits. For me, off-limits foods were foods I would gaslight myself into thinking that I didn't want or enjoy, or foods I believed I couldn't be trusted around, foods that would just turn me into some ravenous, mindless beast. I told myself, and anyone who would listen, that I didn't like processed foods. The gluten made me tired. The sugar, oh my god. Don't get me started on the evils of sugar and how addictive it is, right? The fake powdered cheese with the dyes were an abomination to my elite taste buds and my pristine digestive system. The thought of eating anything simply out of convenience or from a box was repulsive and disgusting to my health-conscious self. I built up this morality story around food. A lot of my protective and performative layers of self were around, how can I be better than other people? When I was in fourth grade, I moved to a new school. We moved in the summer, and I remember being really scared to start a new year at a new school with new people in a new place. I've always loved clothes and expression through getting dressed, and so my parents took me shopping for new clothes before school started. I got these two new outfits I thought were the coolest clothes I'd ever had. I proceeded to wear each outfit one day and then the other the next day and then just keep wearing them on alternating days for weeks. It never occurred to me that someone would notice the repetition. One day, I was in the library alone as I hadn't made any friends yet, and one of the cool girls came up to me and asked me if I was poor or something, and that's why I always wore the same clothes. I was mortified. I don't remember what happened after that, but I remember the feelings of complete and total humiliation. I was wide open, so vulnerable, and boom, I was hit with judgment. At that moment, I made a pact with myself that from then on, I would always be the coolest kid in any room. I'd always be better than everyone else. If I'm better than them, then I know I'll be safe, was the real thought process. If I'm the coolest, then no one will be able to hurt me like that ever again. And so everything in my life, including eventually what I ate, became a way to be better than other people, to keep myself separate and holier than thou. I told myself I only ate organic food because of my love of the earth and wanting to support local food systems. I told myself I had so many off-limits foods because of how deeply I respected and loved my body. I told myself I couldn't eat processed foods because I knew better than that. I told myself that processed foods are addictive and that my body cannot be trusted around them. If I ate a box of mac and cheese, who knows how and when I would stop. And you know what? The tr there is truth in all of those things. But the deeper reason, the real reason I made certain food I made certain foods off limits was because I made food represent morality. And as I've peeled back the layers of my protective and performance-based identities and started to feel what is underneath them, so much of the morality I base my eating upon has just fallen away. I do truly value choosing food that comes from local farmers and ranchers and my own homestead. There's nothing more energetically fulfilling about knowing my meat was treated humanely and had a good, healthy life, and that my veggies and fruit were grown in a way that took the soil into consideration. I do love and respect my body and really trust the ways it reacts to food and listen deeply to what it communicates with me. 
I put a lot of time, energy, and resources towards getting to know my body and its processes and physiology. And there's so much nuance here. I know that as I've pulled the roots of what I eat makes me better than, and I cannot be trusted around food, I can happily eat mac and cheese from a box when the house is sparse on food and I'm craving some dense comfort food, and I trust myself fully with it. I can happily eat something from a gas station if I'm hungry and I need to eat, and that's all there is. I can get some Skittles or jelly beans because I feel like it and eat half the package and throw the rest away and move on with my life. I know that food itself is actually quite neutral. There is no morality to a hot dog or a peach or a Milky Way. They just are. If I eat a peach and you eat a Milky Way, I'm not a better person than you. Food isn't just food either. It's one of our main connections to living and life. We don't want to just eat for fuel, as this robs us of our central connection to our own sustenance and interaction with with living. Reverence for all food is my new pose, and it breeds reverence for all life. Now, I don't treat any food like it's better than another. I eat what my... Now, I don't treat any food like it's better than another. I keep what my body wants and listen to the way my body responds. I treat my relationship with food as if as it's my relationship to life. I don't want my life to feel restricted and tight, so I don't restrict food. I don't want my life to feel controlled and rigid, so I don't control food. Nourishment is about so much more than food and nutrition. Nourishment comes from the food itself, but it also comes from how and where we eat it and with whom. Nourishment comes from quality of life and living slow. Nourishment comes from sex and relationships and connection and nature. Nourishment comes from body work and sleep and self-intimacy. How we nourish ourselves is how we live. This is what we'll be exploring in FED, my new six-month journey that is like a feast for mind, body, and soul. We begin in July. If you feel called to nourish yourself on all levels, send me a message. Thank you.